he says, under all circumstances, give thanks to God. This is what God expects of you in Christ Jesus. Now, he didn't say give thanks for the situation. He didn't say give thanks for the problem. He said in the midst of the problem, in the midst of situation, you thank God because his word covered everything that we need and everything that happened to us. He said in everything, give thanks. Thank God that all things work together for good to them who love the Lord and call according to his purpose. So in a, in a situation, a difficult situation, that I just might not understand, but God commanded me to give thanks. What you mean, Lord? He said, thank me for what I have done for you in this situation. Because we understand that thanksgiving relates to what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Well, today, the Holy Spirit will be focusing on the spirit of thanksgiving. You know, we thank God. Like I was talking to someone uh, this week, and they said, you know, we do. We thank God for blessing. We thank God for opening up a door. We thank God for healing. Well, very few people thank God for salvation. Jack, come on now. How often do we thank God for calling us out of darkness? How often do we give thanks to him? The Bible tells us, give thanks unto God who made you able, qualified you to be partaker of the inheriting of the saints in life. He said, you give thanks for God who had translated you out of the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. How often do we thank God for transferring us out of the hand of Satan, out of the darkness of the pits of hell? How often do we thank God for saving our soul? How often do we thank God for his mercy and for his grace? But we always, we have no problem thanking God for the blessing. Did you see him? The mouse? Just think about it. Most of our thanksgiving has been for personal use. Personal thank. Do you ever thank God for delivering you from your evil ways? How many times we say, God, I thank you for sending Jesus Christ to deliver me from my evil ways, God. From my anger, God. I thank you, Lord. Do we say that? No. I thank you for the blessing. I thank you for this and thank you for everything else. But dealing with your personal life. Thanksgiving is a spirit that comes from a grateful heart. Are you grateful that God saved you? Are you grateful that God delivered you from the power of darkness? Are you so grateful that God translated you into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ? Do we thank God for that? Oh, our mind is constantly on personal things for ourselves. We only thank God. Yes, God came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Yes, God came to bless us with all spiritual blessing in heaven and places. But it is more to God than just thanking him for the blessing, thanking him for healing, and thanking him for prosperity, the same thing. That's most of our thank 
you to God is based on that. Do you ever thank God for sending his only begotten son into this world to save you? Do we thank God for sending his son? Salvation is one of the greatest gifts that God could ever give a person. It's to be saved from sin, saved from going to hell. Salvation is the greatest gift that I ever would give you in this universe. But do we thank him for the greatest gift? No. Do we thank him for his mercy? I watched the passion again. And the way the price to show God that Jesus prayed, paid to redeem us is beyond your imagination. How he hung on that cross. The doubt said, with you and I in mind, hoping that we would be grateful with a grateful heart and thank him for hanging on that cross. Do we ever think about thanking him for hanging on that cross and how he died? Calvary Shaka. Only thing we thank him for what he done for us on the cross. We don't thank him for the death that he had to pay to redeem us back. So we don't deserve to be redeemed back. We all are guilty of sin in every one of us. But God was rich in mercy. The Bible said, wherewith he saved us while we were dead in sin. Do we consider the death that that man had to pay? All the agony, all the abuse that he had to pay for you can be saved? That you would have to pay sin penalty because you could not take it? In the Old Testament, when you sin, it either was death, sickness, or poor. What are the you had to take. But the Bible said God redeemed us from the curse of the law. Do we thank God for redeeming us? Because we all have sinned since we've been saved. We all have done things that contrary to the word of God. But because of Jesus Christ and the mercy and grace of God, we can go boldly to the form of grace. We can come to God and ask for repentance. But back in the old days, there was no repentance. You had to pay the price. But yet, we only thank God for the blessing. Not thanking God for how he paid the price to redeem us. Look at the passion again. <laughs> Thanksgiving always relates to what God has done for us in Christ. That's what God says. In everything, in everything that happened to you, I have given you the answer. So you just thank me for the answer in everything. We are commanded not to thank God for the problem. Nobody really thank God for the problem. Most times we complain about the problem. The Bible did not say in all things, and some of the things complain. Hmm? Do we complain? Don't say, cool your tongue. <laughs> we are commanded to thank God for what he has done for us in the midst of the problem. Never let the problem take over your emotion. Always stand your ground with the problem or the situation coming to your life. Never allow a problem to think that you're weak. Because the Bible said, let the weak say that they are strong. In the midst of a problem, we need to look at the problem and say, you know what? I'm strong in this. I can stand the test. 
Why? Because I, the word of God has given me the answer. See, the Bible said everything that we need is built into the hands of God, built into the word, speak the word. You notice that when the enemy attempted Jesus Christ, he didn't say, oh, bad devil, get away from me. He only used what he expects for us to use, the word. He said, it is written. Do we tell the devil what is written? The only time we tell him what is written is about your blessing. I'm the blessing of Abraham. He blessed me with all spiritual blessing. Well, all spiritual blessing are in heavenly places. Heavenly places where holy people live. Hey, this friend is at all. But we always said, blessed and what? Are <laughs> you not? I have yet heard a person say, I'm holy and on my way to heaven. Because the Bible said, be ye holy for God is holy. He said, holiness without no man to see the law. Do we think about those things? Mm -hmm. Said so God, your word says, says, holiness without no man to see the Lord. Well, I don't my heart, I'm here because I want to see you one day. Mm -hmm. So God is faced and not ready in my heart. God, I want to see you. The son that used to say, make me holy. Mm -hmm. Sanctify me with your word, God. Cleanse me with your word, God. Do we ever say anything about the attitude that we have and the problem that we struggle with? Do we ever ask God, according to his word, to thank him for delivering us? Are we too busy thanking him for a blessing? Open the door, God. Bless me, Lord. Oh, my job, God. Bless me with the house. Bless me with the car. Bless me with this. Oh, God, if I can hear someone come in here and say, Dr. Bet, I got a blessing. God bless me to live holy. God bless me to get rid of my temper. God bless me with righteousness. God bless me to follow after him. He blessed me and he strengthened me to lay my cross down and pick up my cross and follow him daily. He'll bless me. I wanted this all of my life to be able to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And I wanted God to order my steps in his word. But Betty, Dr. Betty, it's finally happened to me. My step is ordered by the word of God. I'm living a life of God, the life that God wants me to live. I'm being the light of the world. I'm changing people's life by saying my life. I'm being the salt of the earth. That's what we supposed to be. The light of the world, the salt of the earth. Are we seeking to be those days? Are we just seeking after the blessing? What can you do for me today, God? Give it a hand, not your face. I'm not saying you can't have physical blessing. But I'm saying to you, why we so uh, diligent? Uh, seeking physical blessings and letting our spirit die. Mm -hmm. oh. Hallelujah. Oh. You know what happens when your spirit dies? You, you, you just a wimp, really. You're, you have no authority with you anymore. Your authority over in blessing. You try to stand your best ground. Be steadfast and unmovable when it comes down to your blessing. But when it comes down to you changing your life, changing the way you live, you're so loose on that. 
But when it comes down to your spiritual right or blessing, you stand your ground and you confess the word. But you never confess the word when it comes down to sanctifying yourself, purifying yourself, taking off the old you and putting on the new you, which is after God and his righteousness and true holiness. Do we seek to put on Christ? Do we constantly seek to put on Christ? Hello? Hello? Thankful. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Are you grateful? Don't answer that again. Are you just grateful to how God bless you? Amen. We have to be thankful. Because in Christ Jesus, God has provided everything that we need to be grateful for what he has done for us in Christ Jesus. He has provided everything that we need to be grateful for what he's done for us in Christ Jesus. To give thanks with the, I'm so grateful for you calling me out of darkness. I was on my way to hell. I was bound by Satan, dominion. He had control over my life. But the Bible said, but God, who was rich in mercy, so way with he loved us when we were even dead in our sin. Are you so grateful that God so loved the world when the world was dead in sin? That he sent his only begotten son to save us from ourselves, save us from hell. Do we ever think about that? Do we ever think about the spirit of freedom that we have because of Jesus Christ's death on the cross? Do we consider that? Are we considered it once a year? Do we wake up in the morning thanking God for another day? Every day is a gift that God has given us to live in his world. <laughs> you know, this is his world. The Bible said God created the heaven and the earth, making it his world. We are just living in it, walking through it. But God had a plan for every person that lived in his world to have a prosperous life and live holy, holy. Above all, he said, live holy in my world. Oh my goodness. The Mason, we just praying through it, knowing that he is in this world with us. His world. This is his world. Bible said one of nothing made that God himself did not make. In Christ Jesus. I love that song that Sister Gavan used to sing. He has provided everything that we need. He has provided to that we need to be grateful with what he has done for us in Christ. There are many reasons why we should be thankful for what God has done for us in Christ. Many reasons. I will never be able to go over all the reasons. We should be thankful for what God has given us. We, we should thank God for giving us the greatest gift on earth. And that gift is what? Uh -huh. 
Salvation. You sure it's not blessing? No. Huh? It is. One of the greatest gifts. It is, I told you earlier, salvation. John 3.16 is one of the most greatest verse that can be in this Bible that God says. For God so loved the world, <laughs> his world, that he gave something to prove how much he loved this world. His only begotten son. He didn't have to do that. We didn't deserve that. That's why we should be grateful. We deserve sin penalty. That's why we should be grateful. He said that God gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him shall not go to hell, shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Dearly, we should thank God for his mercy and grace. Every day, we should always thank God along with everything else that you thank God for. But thank God. Because had not been for God's mercy and grace, sisters and brothers, we would not be here today. Amen. We lived such a loose life with sin too much. If we are here, then we would struggle to pay for sin penalty. And that's a hard price to pay. You think you're having a hard time now. But just think if you had to pay for every sin that you committed. Just think about that. That sin always requires payment. <laughs> Even now, you can't control the consequences of that sin. You know, we continue sinning as though God had never shed a, a ounce of his blood for us. We continue sinning. But if God would allow you to pay the price for every sin that you committed, I believe a lot of us would stop sinning. That's why I remember that a pastor said that five or six years ago. He said, God has not dealt with us according to how we live. Yeah. He has never paid us the price that we deserve for how we live. We make promise to God and never keep them. We lie to God about what we're going to do and never do it. We live like we want to go to hell all the time. We, we live, crucify yourself. You know, some people get so far in it, they feel like, I'm okay. We're not okay. Can you live the way that God commanded us to live? Okay, I mean, I don't know, it always, I, you know, I'm an emotional person, I don't want to apologize for it. Because when I think about the goodness of God, I be those y'all. And all, we got shout, come you little one, Sean. And all that he done for me, I don't know about you, but I know what God has done for me. God has brought me through the storm. He brought me through the rain. He brought me through hard times. He brought me through persecution. He brought me through sad times. He kept me by his grace. I don't take it lightly. I'm here today. Let the man say it. Because of God's grace. Anybody want to know? Grateful. Because I know if it had, it'd be a shut. Don't let me go there, Jesus. 
If it had not been for the Lord, I would have given up. If it had not been for the Lord, I know I would have given up. But, but God, mercy and grace, amazing, he brought me all the way through. Thank God. I'm grateful. Amen. We have to thank God for the blood. Do we ever thank God for the blood? Because the Bible says in Hebrews 9.22, it says, Without the shedding of Jesus' blood, I know my Chico, <laughs> there will be no forgiveness for your sin. So, do you ever think, thank God for the blood? We know about, we probably said once in a while, but have you ever thought about if Jesus would have not shed that blood on that cross, they beat him and beat him till blood flowed down like water for them for forgiveness of our sins. The Bible said without the shedding of blood, who blood? Jesus' blood. They had to draw blood from him because of your sin. Because back in the Old Testament, they would bring bulls and in and animals in, and they would cause them to, uh, the blood from the animal, from the bull, would cover their sin for one year. But God said, I want to send someone that would do it once and for all. And he put his son on that cross, and the Bible said God had to turn his head for a minute to see his son suffer. And we live like that devil. Sometimes we act like that devil, talk like that devil. Think about it. Watch the passion show. See, don't it change your mind again? How he died for your sin, and you still sinning. The Bible says there remain no more what forgiveness for with for sinning, with for sinning. You know you sinning, and you still sinning. About there remain no more forgiveness for you. You're with for sinning. Nobody don't have to write a letter and say, Will you stop sinning? No, God said, You know you're sinning. You're sinning based on His mercy and grace. A lot of times we say, God is good. Yeah, but read, God also has a wrath that comes upon the children of disobedience as well. You ever thought about that? Sometimes we look like we got it made, but God says you're headed for destruction. Don't even know it. Yeah. Thank God for the blood. Okay. Without the, re without the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, there will be no victory. We have the victory because of God, Holy Spirit, supernatural power of the Holy Ghost, raised Jesus up from the dead to give us the victory that we have. We all know on the third day, the Bible said Jesus rose and he came unto his disciples and said that all power, all power, in heaven and in earth has been given unto me, Jesus. Now, do you thank God for giving us Jesus' name? 
the name that is above every name in this universe, the name that possessed the power that no spirit can withstand, the name that is recognized in three worlds, heaven, earth, and hell, and God has given us the use of that name. He said, in my name, you should do all these things. Do we thank God for the name of Jesus? Oh, I don't know what. Maybe you only use that name to get the devil off your blessing, right? Devil, you are like God from the blessing with this. I come against that. Why don't you come against the attitude that you have? Why don't you come against that sinning that you could to your door? Why don't you come against the habit that you cannot break? Why don't you come against stuff that can change your life? It's more than God than being blessed. I always say it's more than God than thanking him for what he's a blessing. It's more than God. God said, I want you to thank me for teaching you how to live holy. Because God said, that's the only way you're going to see me. God is a holy God. He's not a sinful God. He's not a hypocrite either. That's why he said, you choose this day who you're going to serve. Stop straddling the fence. You're going to serve the devil, go all the way. If you're going to serve God, then go all the way. But in between, you're in trouble. You're lukewarm. Go all the way. He said, make up your mind who you want to serve. You can't not serve two masters. You can try, but you're going to wind up into destruction. Oh, God. Second, I mean, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, In the midst of defeat, lift up your hand and say what? Thanks be to God, which give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for the victory. The victory is yours. He makes it yours. That's the victory. Mm, 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 mm. Second, I mean, 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, but, <laughs> but thanks be unto God, which always, always, see, you have to know this. See, he said, <laughs> I don't care what the devil said, but one thing I knew, God said I would always have the victory. And what I feel like, what it looked like, but I stay with the word. See, I stay with the word. I don't stay with my feeling. I don't stay with what I think. I think, stay with the word of God. Jesus said that we should not live by what we think alone or bread alone, you know, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. I stay with the word. I write that word out. I don't care. I'll be like Jacob. I think it was Jacob. What I'm saying, I will not let you go until you bless me. I stay with that word of God until that word. God fulfill what God said that word is going to do. I'm not moving. I'm not moving to the left or to the right. The Bible said, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word. Stay with the word of God. Don't stay with it today and get off and be on tomorrow. Stay with the word. Write it out. Just write it out. Just write it out. If he said it, he'll do it. He said, my words that have gone forth from my mouth shall not what? Return it to him forward. So do if I believe that, I stay with the word. But if I have not really believe it, I would not stay with the word. <laughs> I said, Lord, you can't leave me until you bless me. <laughs> I don't care what field you go through. 
how you come, but then you ought to bless me before you leave because God sent you to bless me. He said, he said his word what? And he healed them for why they're not sick. Some people have sick mind, sick attitude, sick in sin. Oh, I didn't think healing alone. He said it. If he said it, then word do what you were sent to do. See, you got that. One thing I got God, he want us to stand up in authority. Don't be afraid to open your mouth and speak the word of God. Why, why do you read it? What's getting knowing it and never speaking? That's just like going training to fight a war and never use the weapon. Why are you in training? To prepare you. So when the enemy attack, you have something to say back. Amen. Amen. Besides, I'm blessed and highly favored. That's what Mary testimony. I don't know how you picked it up. <laughs> Who said it first? Mary, when she was getting ready to <laughs> Are you getting ready to carry Jesus? Huh? That's when she said I'm what? Why do we pick up our very attitude that I'm blessed and highly favored? No. God said Mary was blessed and highly favored. He never said Juice, John, and Bob, and all them were blessed and highly favored. He said Mary was blessed and highly favored. We always try to pick up somebody in the positive thing. Why, why was Mary blessed and highly favored? She lived holy. Read it. She was a holy woman. She believed God. But we are blessed and highly. I'll tell you another one. What about this when we say we got a seed in the ground, right? Do you know what kind of seed you have in the ground? So most of us think we have good seeds in the ground. But God said, be not mock. Be not deceived. What did he say? Be not God is not mock. Whatsoever a person sowed that So what kind of seed have you been sowing that you have in the ground? You need to check. You don't want that crop to come up. Uh -huh. So, all you know when you're saying that, honestly, because we think all oh, the seed we have in the ground is what kind of seed? Blessing seeds coming up. Blessing seed. Prosperity seed. What about that hell you sowed in the ground? What about that sin you sowed in the ground? What about that judgment you sowed in the ground? What about that anger you sowed in the ground? Don't you think those seeds are going to come up sooner or later? You don't get away. But the only thing we sing that song, what you think about it? I'm going to get my blessing, right? <laughs> you kidding. Well, I just want to put you back, back to reality on our thinking. We only think one way, and it's a selfish way of thinking. You say, I got a seed in the ground. Only thing you think you have good seeds in the ground, and you know you've been living like the devil. Double-minded, unstable in all your ways. Way of faith. But yet you have a you have a seed. Lord knows you need to pray for a crop failure, but that's not gonna happen. See, I can get a line up here and say, Yeah, come on up here. I'm gonna pray for a crop failure. I bet you have the church to be up and I'll be praying a lie. I cannot change what God promised. That's like God trying to get Bill to cuss God's people. Bill is uh-uh. I can't curse what God bless. 
I can't change what God promised. You have to change. Amen. Amen. Well, I think my time is up. Thank you for your time. God bless you.